Hello, I'm Nate, and welcome to Psych for Today, a podcast that helps you understand the psychology behind events, situations, and people in our world today. How do we continually call, how do we get to that true self? That's the goal. I want to be in that it's, space. <laughs> I think you are, but none of us are 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's largely a matter of letting go of the false self. Like, like, let's say someone doesn't kiss up to me and call me father or respect my importance or my intelligence. Or the now, fact that you've written 30 books. Yeah, or, yeah. So I'm offended for, you know, how many seconds, I don't know. But then I say, now what part of you, Richard, was offended, you know? It's always the false self. The true self can't be offended. It can't, there's nothing to offend. Hey everyone. So today we're gonna to be talking about a term that is used in a lot of counseling circles, it's used in a lot of books, it's used in a lot of pop culture references, and it's the word true self, it's the idea of finding your true self. And sometimes when people hear this term, certainly older generations, they kind of roll their eyes and feel a little nauseated by this whole concept of finding your true self because it's often associated with young people gallivanting off to Europe for six months, spending lots of money, only to come back with some really cool Instagram photos. But the truth is, there is a lot of beauty to this idea of finding the true self. And it's important to kind of understand what counselors mean, what books mean, what culture means when we're talking about our true self. Now the true self really exists in a lot of different areas of our life. Uh, professionally, there can be a true self that you need to find. Emotionally, there can be a true self you need to find. And then existentially, there's a true self uh, you need to find. So today we're going to be talking about what this true self term and idea actually means. And so let's jump into it. First thing to know about the true self is that it really birthed out of this concept called the false self, which is this whole idea that culture, expectations, obligations, and even things like trauma can create this version of ourselves that really isn't who we are. And by who we are, I mean kind of who we are really on the inside. Probably the most familiar and classic example of, uh, of your false self, not being your true self, is the individual who gets into business because their parents kind of thought that becoming an artist was uh, a very uh, poor choice for a career. Another example would be somebody who marries one kind of person instead of another kind of person because uh, their parents or society says, you know, this person's a better person to marry than this other person. That's a concept we see in a lot of love movies uh, regularly. But honestly, when it comes to, to where we are at, where you are at personally, uh, finding your true self uh, usually exists in these three categories of, of your profession, emotionally, and then existentially. And so professionally, a lot of us can fall into jobs where we aren't really uh, living into uh, our purpose, we aren't really living into our potential. Um, oftentimes, we can fall into careers that aren't really who we are because we're believing things about ourselves that isn't really uh, true, like, I'm not that smart, I can't really be a leader, um, I can't really solve complex problems, so let me just kind of settle uh, for this job, let me kind of settle uh, for this career. But then emotionally, we uh, struggle with finding our true self all the time. I think a really classic example of this would be somebody who 
looks like they're happy all the time. And you often kind of wonder to yourself, how are you happy all the time? How do you, how are you, how are you positive and optimistic all the time? And then the news comes out that, <clears throat> you know, they uh, ended up having some real issues they were, they were kind of secretly holding on to or some real challenges they weren't really letting people into. And you come to find that, that the kind of happy exterior was a little bit of a, a facade. And in that case, that would be a perfect example of these obligations and these expectations. You know, society has done a pretty good job at, at telling us that we can't really have a problem, that if you have a problem, you're kind of a, a liability. So stop being a liability and, and get your crap together, uh, which leads a lot of us into into this uh, 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 false self, this this non-true version of ourself emotionally, where we're kind of acting and behaving and, and pretending to kind of be someone uh, we really we really aren't. Existentially, we can actually also uh, fall into this false self uh, instead of our true self when we answer the big questions of life. When we answer the big questions of life with with answers that don't really reflect how we actually feel, and this can happen in everything from uh, spirituality. You know, there's a lot of people who who are into certain uh, spiritual paths, uh, into certain spiritual lifestyles uh, that they've kind of been taught or that they've been inherited, but they never really answer the question for themselves. What do they believe about the universe? What do they believe about what happens after death? What do they believe about uh, about right and wrong? Um, existentially, though, you can also get into things like, you know, the kind of relationships you want to have, the kind of purpose you want to have uh, in your life. And these are other questions and other uh, issues that, that we can also fall into a, a false version of if we haven't really identified uh, this true self and what it means to have a true self. So in summary, the true self is really this idea of, of getting uh, at who you really are and stripping away the, the expectations and the obligations. And honestly, in some cases, the unawareness, because there's a lot of situations where people are just unaware that they're that they're living out this false version of themselves which actually can create a lot of problems you can you can meet people who are very unhappy who are very confused or very pessimistic and melancholy and and honestly what's happening is they haven't really gotten in touch with with who they really are they're still kind of living towards culture's expectations or or parents expectations or other people's expectations and so in this idea of the true self that counselors are talking about, that books are talking about, that culture is talking about. Uh, we're trying to get at this version of, of who you really are once you kind of strip away all the, all the masks and the distractions and the obligations and the expectations. And so I hope that kind of helps you to kind of understand uh, this, this idea of the true self. And please feel free to share this video with anybody who has also kind of been asking you this question. Uh, what did, what does the true self really mean? You know, I've heard this. My counselor said this. I've heard this in culture, um, and so I hope as you kind of journey into into finding your true self, that it's a positive experience that you really do uh, uncover more of who you uh, really are. Um, and thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Psych for today. For more podcasts or videos, visit ncwebster.com or subscribe at Apple Podcasts at Psych for today.